and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about a Black Book UFO encounter that was ripped out of the U.S. Navy's logbook. That's correct, a Black Book UFO encounter ripped out of Navy logbook. Now, this article comes to us from the sun.co.uk.com, written by Henry Holloway, dated July 9th, 2022. Now, there's a lot of good content in this article, but I have to warn you, there's some grammatical errors and some of the sentence construction is not very good but I'll try to get through it the best I can. The title says, Black Book UFO Encounter with U.S. Navy Warship was ripped out of a ship's logbook after mass sighting by 200 sailors, says Witness. And it goes on, it says, U.S. Navy sailors were allegedly told to rip pages out of a warship's record book detailing an encounter with a 40-foot ball of fire UFO. Nuclear-powered aircraft, I should say carrier, doesn't say that, nuclear-powered aircraft carrier USS Ronald Reagan is believed to have been at the center of one of the world's most extraordinary UFO encounters. Dozens if not hundreds of sailors and airmen are believed to have witnessed a blazing orange orb around 200 feet from the deck of the vessel during her shakedown in 2004. Three witnesses have come forward already and gone on the record about their memories of that eerie encounter with what the crew dubbed the blob or the thing. Documentary filmmaker Dave C. Beatty, who produced the 2019 film The Nimitz Encounters about the famous 2004 U.S. Navy encounter with the Tic Tac object, has been investigating the case as well. It says, One of the ongoing mysteries around the case is why, is why were crewmen allegedly either told to not log or to rip out reports of the incident in the ship's book. Well, to me, that's not a mystery. I mean, clearly they didn't want this thing reported. Mr. Beatty's latest interview released on his YouTube channel is with Seaman Patrick Gokey, who was working on the aircraft carrier on the night in question and also saw the UFO. And he recalls that while he was on the bridge, he witnessed an officer give instructions to another crewman to remove pages from one of the logbooks. Quote, I remember one of the officers on deck ordering someone to take the pages out of the deck logbooks, Mr. Grokey told the Nimitz Encounters. For me, that was the most surprising thing, because I was always told in the Navy that whatever you write in that logbook is a legal record, and you can't destroy it or rip it out. It goes on, it says, he added, it was even more surprising than seeing this object just because it was out of the norm. Witnesses aboard the vessel have recounted seeing the object being and seeing it multiple times over the cor- over the course of about five hours. So this thing's it's hanging around this aircraft carrier, and it's being seen multiple times, reportedly, over a four-hour period. Some of the testimonies vary, offering different times of day and duration of the encounter, but all agree the orange fireball was spotted near the ship. Previously, Mr. Goki told the Sun Online, it did not move in ways that I've seen other aircraft maneuver, and it was faster than anything I've ever seen. He estimated the object was seen by up to 200 witnesses. Strange objects seen in the sky, known more commonly as UAP. Now, you see what this guy's done here? He's injected this uh, State Department nomenclature into the article. They're not commonly known as UAPs. They're known as UFOs. Unidentified flying objects. That's what they've always been. That's what they always will be. 
Okay, it says, have stepped, firmly from the, have stepped firmly from the realms of conspiracy theories into serious national security concern. That's another little mind-bender he's doing there. See, there were only conspiracy theories until the U.S. government came along and said, well, they might be something else. Look, we don't need the U.S. government or the State Department or any of the alphabet agencies to tell us that UFOs are real. We don't, we don't need their permission. We don't need their approval. We can see them for ourselves. goes on, it says, U.S. Senators last month grilled intelligence chiefs about secret technology spycraft from Russia or China, or potentially even aliens. They're injecting that whole thing into the into this into this encounter again. It's just it's just more narrative control. U.S. Ronald Reagan was the ninth in class of the supercarriers and had a crew of 5,600 sailors, an air wing of 2,480 and 80 warplanes, the 101,000 ton. 1,092-foot-long vessel is powered by two nuclear reactors, making her maiden active deployment in 2006. goes on, it says, And the exact date of the encounter is unknown, but it is believed to have occurred in early 2004. Questions surrounding whether the encounter was logged at all or was scrubbed from the books deepen the mystery surrounding the UFO. Former Navy Quartermaster Carol Oslik, who saw the object, has said he was told not to log the encounter by the officer of the deck. I asked, should I be logging this, he said. You know, and I think I might have asked the conning, the conning officer, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but the impression that I got was that this should not be in the official log. He puts this down to a culture of stigma within the U.S. military when it came to reporting UFOs. Well, where did that culture come from? These guys don't develop their own culture. They're soldiers and seamen. They do what they're told to do. So if there's a culture that's, uh, you know, negative toward UFOs, it's because it's coming from above. It says there is an immune system against fairy dust in the military. Now there's another derogatory, another derogatory term. I'm sure this guy thinks that he's being really cute. An immune system against fairy dust, or I could just say willful ignorance when you see something right before your eyes. And a female trainee has also claimed she remembers instructions to not make any log entries about the UFO aboard the Reagan. Another witness who has not yet been named but was serving as boatswain's mate of the watch at the time has said he was told to rip out reports from his departmental log as from his departmental log known as Green Book. Sorry, I had to get through another spelling error there. He said this book is less formal. This, he said his book is a less formal one kept by members of the ship's watch rather than the official ship's logbook. And this would be a highly secretive document kept by the U.S. Navy Naval Propulsion Program, unlikely to either ever be released by a request through a Freedom of Information Act. However, it is suggested this act of either not recording the encounter or ripping out the books is not an overarching cover-up, but merely a Navy crew wanting to avoid the drama that came with reporting a UFO. I don't know. I have to wonder. This guy, as poorly written as this article is, and it is poorly written. I've had to correct a bunch of mistakes that have gone through it. But I have to wonder, did he have, like, Navy brass sitting next to him when he wrote this? Because it's as if he's trying to 
engage in the cover-up, in my opinion. <laughs> Mr. Beatty also spoke to former Pentagon UF investigator Louis Elizondo. They've always got a call on this guy, and it just drives me bonkers. We all know Louis Elizondo was a former Deep State employee, okay, who went to work for Tom DeLonge. They monetized the Tic Tac videos, made... Uh, I'm certain they would have had to make all kinds of money off them because they played on YouTube for a long time. And we also know, according to Tom, that Louis has to go back every few weeks and take a, and take a uh, polygraph test to make sure he hasn't spilled the beans on anything. So as far as I'm concerned, Louis Elizondo is still a Deep State employee, you know. But nevertheless, I mean, good old Louis, they're there to put a mic in his face, just kind of like with Nick Pope. Goes on, it says, Mr. Beatty also spoke to former Pentagon UFO investigator Louis Lozondo regarding their practice with the ex intelligence officer, saying it was it was known as a log and scratch it. And then it goes on here, it says, um, Mr. Alexander explained crew members sometimes write these write these encounters down as an act of official record keeping, only to only to rip them out of the logbook. So in essence, you know, they're doing what they're told to do, but at the same time, it's not getting reported, he said, as quoted by the debrief. We, we know what's going on, Louis. They're doing what they're ordered to do, and then somebody along comes along and tells them to tear it out, or they destroy it. So they're illegally destroying the records in the logbook, okay? Committing crimes in order to cover up these UFO sightings. Pretty clear. And the investigators suggested the fireball orbs could actually be scouts launched by larger UFOs. Well, who knows. What seemed to be these orbs were luminous balls of almost like plasma-like balls, and some have speculated that these are similar to what we're familiar with, he told Mr. Beatty. They could be compared to unmanned aerial vehicles, UAVs or drones, basically, probes, if you will, that are related to UAP and a and potentially even launched and deployed from an actual UAP craft. How would he know? The incident is the latest encounter which has seen U.S. nuclear assets linked to UFOs. It follows testimonies from former personnel who worked at nuclear missile bases who claim the objects have interfered with weapons. We have many records of that. U.S. lawmakers earlier this year grilled two top security chiefs in the UFO hearings for 50 years as UFO fever grips Washington. Another very poorly written sentence, but we know what happened. They had these guys in there asked a bunch of questions that didn't get answered. And this week, the Sun Online revealed one family's heartache as they searched for answers on the death of a fighter pilot who was killed while chasing a UFO. Well, that wouldn't be the first one. And I'm, you know, I have to wonder uh, what idiot gave this guy the command to chase this thing down and try to attack it. Well, overall... The content of the article is pretty good. Like I said, lots of gr grammatical errors, lots of very poorly constructed sentences, but I think you can get enough out of it to see what's happening here. This goes back to 2006 on the Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier. Uh, you have uh, 200 people sighting this orb-shaped UFO a couple couple hundred feet off of the, the bow, and when people try to record it, try to make a record of it, try to put a record into the ship's log or even any of these other subsidiary logs, they're told, no, don't do that. There's no record. You didn't see anything. Shut up and go back to sleep. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.